welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. And now today's episode of Killing Time is the first one that I think that we have done remote. But I have faith in us that we can really bring the chemistry that yes. just permeates throughout, you know, us when the we're energy. in person. The it's, energy. It's, we sure it's can. It's 3.30 in the afternoon, but we're all drinking. Yeah. Wait, you are, Billy? I thought, mm-hmm. well, do we need to now talk about Billy's Gatorade situation again yeah, for our listeners weird. to know? That was weird. Yeah, so I'm drinking Gatorade. And um, he's Alexis. being very casual about it. Mm-hmm. And then he's drinking like this. He lifts the bottle to his lips, and the rings from wait, his wait. eight pack are still attached. Do it again, to the, Billy. I need to again, take a Billy. picture to, for Instagram because I need everybody on Instagram to see this. Yeah, it's, it's sickening. He's it drinking was, one out of eight Gatorade, the last out of eight Gatorades that are attached in the little plastic <laughs> rings, plastic rings that really hurt the turtles. And yeah. There, it's still connected to the Gatorade, and he's like yeah. drinking at it, and it's like falling on his face when he lifts it up, it, like slapping <laughs> it's like him in slapping the face. Him. <laughs> it's and he, then he held it up and said he could hold it like a purse when he walks yeah. around. Yeah. And uh, I was like, then I, I, yeah, you and know, maybe ref- this is a new street style sort of a thing that you can bring you into 2022. Also, Gatorade, we're uh, open for sponsorships. <laughs> I did chug. I chugged the same color Gatorade this morning. Yeah. I do. Is that the blue ice or whatever yeah, it's called? Blue yeah. ice. Yeah. But Billy gets well, see, the low calorie ones, but I I like the full sugar yeah. ones. No, the, the low calorie means they're using aspartame, which makes your stomach f- all fucked up. Yeah. Is that really what that means? It causes cancers. It's cancer causing also probably. Mm, low sugar is not great. Um, No, but that's the flavor of Gatorade that I would always mix with vodka when I was mm, stealing vodka from my parents in high school. But it's also my favorite flavor of Gatorade. So I'm very torn. Mm. I like red too. Oh, I don't like red. It tastes like cherry. Fruit right? punch. Fruit, Fruit punch. punch. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, today is uh, our New Year's Killing Time episode. I was very confused. Sure is. Yes. Sorry, it's been a long um, year, everyone. It's been a long year. We're just trying it's been to power. a long year. Puttering to the end here. I, yes. We've done it. Yeah. This is the last episode before 2022, so we kind of wanted to do uh, a look back on 2021, our highs and lows, and kind of bring in to the new year what we want for 2022. So Mm -hmm, that's kind of mm -hmm. the theme of this episode, and maybe you can, as a listener, manifest some goals or, you know, share you know the your hate hate for 2021 and throw it in the past. Mm -hmm. And we all hate. Yeah, it was a rough year. But we have we have a dark day. And mm-hmm. this year wasn't as rough as it was for Rasputin, who on this day, December 30th in 1916, was murdered. Now, Oof. he was the kind of um, the holy man guy behind the scenes of the royal family in Russia to the uh, to the czars. And uh, he also was just a very polarizing character, but a very fascinating character. So here's what they did. They, you know, they was just like... Um, they were they didn't like that he was growing so powerful and he had so much influence. So his killers gave him uh, food and wine laced with cyanide. That didn't work. So then they shot him. Oof. That didn't work either. Oof. <laughs> so then he tried to escape and then they shot him again and then they beat him up. And that really didn't work either. So then they bound him. He was still alive and they tossed him in the river, which was really, really cold. And then... Apparently, he finally died because his body was discovered a few days later. That's awful. How yes. do you, I mean, does, um, are there many people that get poisoned by cyanide that and survive? It doesn't affect? I don't know. 
Like, I know you can do like low doses of cyanide and kind of, you know, they increase it until they... Oh, is that what, you, you realize you learned that from The Princess Bride. <laughs> no, I didn't. I haven't seen it. <laughs> You've never seen The Princess Bride? No, we're going over this again. Still. No. We it's do time. need to have this conversation again. It's time. I'll watch it. I don't like those types of movies. You, you don't, don't know, know what type of movie it is, like though. It. You don't know until you try it's it. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's like a middle of the earth sort of, you no. know, Lord of the Ringsy vibe. No, it's not. No, no it's not. It's not. Mm. It's, it's, it's not definitely bad. Robin Hoodie, but there's nothing supernatural in it. Mm-hmm. It's just old timey. Mm, there's yeah. a little supernaturalness Renaissance. in it. Renaissance. You know? Yeah, mm, probably not. But maybe if I'm forced to watch it, I will. We'll get Jared on it. <laughs> it's like the secret. Did you ever see the Secret Garden? No. Oh my god, that's a good one too. You didn't see the Secret Garden? I don't like these types of movies. I'm not really. Have be you seen the Secret them. Garden? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. I can't wait for face. I can't wait to talk about this later in the episode for Facebook. This is going to be good. Okay. For Facebook. Facebook will have an op- our Facebook group will be oh yes having absolutely like, the Secret Garden is like every woman our ages fa- like I watch it probably five hundred times. Hmm. It's so whimsical. We'll get into it later. We'll get into it later because hmm. something's going whimsical. on the stand. Whimsical. Okay. Well, I guess that you know. I think that this concludes this part of the episode, and yes. we're gonna bitch a little bit. Yeah, we, we got have some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. Welcome to On the Stand, Billy's least favorite part of the podcast. So for On the Stand, each of us is bringing a person, place, thing, or idea to the stand. We're either prosecuting it or defending it. And then at the end of our discussions, we vote on if it's guilty or not guilty. Then we bring it to Instagram and you, our lovely listener, get a vote as well. Um, I think I'll just start it off. uh, And I am bringing to the stand the concept of New Year's resolutions. Mm. Now, mm-hmm. I am not a fan of a New Year's resolution because I think that there are usually these lofty ideas that people put forth that they know that they can't really keep into like their lives in a normal day that they're going to be like, you know, it's a new year, new me. I'm going to do this like incredible thing that I think that I probably actually can't do but we're just going to throw it out there as a New Year's resolution. Then three weeks down the line, everybody fails at their resolutions, and then you feel bad about yourself before January is even over. So on the stand, New Year's resolutions, not for me. What do you think, guys? You know, I think they've been used, and um, the, the whole concept is kind of the thing that I was going to put on the stand as well, is, is this this whole concept of um, us binging really for the holiday season. And then the new year happens to happen right after that. And then we're supposed to atone for everything bad that we did. And then, you know, Mm. all the ads are now about losing weight and all this other stuff. And it's just, it's kind of like going your own timetable. Um, I mean, resolutions are always a good thing. Um, but it is almost like this sort of collective, and we've talked about this in the last episode about how bleak January is. There's this collective thing of everybody coming up with resolutions, and you know, like most of them are are, are going to be broken. Yeah. So it's I think it really messes with our head, and that's one of the reasons why January and February are so bleak is because people are getting down on themselves because they're breaking their resolutions. Right. 
Yeah. And it's like, it's not a time for you to already feel bad about yourself. Well, I think too, I think everyone should always strive to do better. I think knowing your flaws and knowing what you can work on to try to be better is great, but you don't have to wait till the end of the year to act on self-improvement. I think like there should be enthusiasm about that all the time. And honestly, like binging a good habit at the top of the year is not going to it's not consistent right it's it's this yeah. idea that like i'm going to do it for a few months and get back like you should just adapt realistic lifestyle, lifestyle changes, changes yes. that don't impede you or oppress you too much or change your life cuz you won't stick stick with them well that's like, the people thing. who I work out too much they get burnt out and then they're like fuck it right. you know well, try to work out concept- twice a week it's the concept that you said. It's like the binging aspect of it yeah. is just so unhealthy. So it's whether you're binging booze in December or food or whatever, or you're binging working out or dieting or whatever in January, both of those are just as detri- detrimental to you as a human. Yeah. Like just because one is kind of masked in this idea of like health and wellness doesn't make it any less harmful to you than drinking every night of December or whatever. So totally. And also because it's it's not sustainable, you're going to get down on yourself. I, every year, I make like a manifest list, quote unquote, and putting that in light quotes, but of just like your goals, whether they're personal, professional, whatever, and I put them on the inside of my mirror. Like that's kind of how I start off the new year in a way that I think is like, these are general goals for me to work on throughout my year. None of them have anything to do with like weight loss or anything like that. They're more just like, you know, how to, how am I going to be a better person throughout the year? Not in January, but throughout Mm -hmm. the entire year. So for me, I think that's like a healthier way of doing it personally, um, of just creating goals, but not a resolution that like my resolutions to lose 10 pounds kind of a thing. Right. And also I think the idea of needing a new year's resolution sends us the message that like, we're not good enough the way we are. Yes. And a lot of us are fucking killing it despite the difficult world you know you have a job you're 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 being a parent like you don't need to always improve like sometimes there's this expectation that like you should always be doing better and doing more and in trying harder and it's like maybe you're just getting by just fine and like yeah, you're doing be, all right be more gentle with yourself yeah so i mean i'm gonna say with you i'm gonna say guilty on that one guilty as fuck guilty guilty Woo. All right, Billy, you Billy? Go next. Um, yeah, you know what? My my thing is I'm gonna put on the stand going out on New Year's. Mm. Uh, I don't go out on New Year's. I consider myself a uh, a professional drinker. That's staying in on New Year's. And uh, professional drinker, and it's amateur oh. hour, you know. It's uh <laughs> so I just don't want to be around a bunch of amateurs that don't that don't know how to drink. So I um I make some uh hors d'oeuvres or d'oeuvres. You know, wow. some pigs in a blanket, something like that. You know, pigs and in a I, blanket. Um, yeah, they're so good. A, a mini pigs in a blanket with the Pillsbury. I don't, I don't yes. like hot dogs. I don't either, but those are good. Yeah, those are so good. Yep. And uh, so that's what I'm putting on the stand. I just think it's, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a bit of a, a waste. You do what you want to do, whatever, like that. But again, it goes along with what you were saying. It's this whole thing of like, it's going to be a new year. I went back and looked at like a tweet or a post I did, like, <laughs> like please don't end the new year say like, we're going to crush it in 2022. Cause I think I might've done that in 2020. And then, Oh God, I want the shit. Little yeah, did so. we know. Yeah. So well, that's the um, thing. It's, it's also the concept of like, 
blah 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 is gonna be my year it's like no bitch it's not like shit's always gonna go wrong (laughs) not only that it's always george costanza's year like so it doesn't matter it's no one else's ever everyone needs to just get that through their heads yes that's right no but billy i think the concept of i I think going out on new year's is always a letdown i don't know if anybody uh out there has had a new year's that they have gone out on the town that they really were like you know what this is everything that i hoped for Mm-hmm. Well, because this there's is ruining, so much pressure. This is yeah. ruining mm-hmm. my my on the stand. Sorry, Billy, we're gonna merge ours because they're very similar. Go for it. Kay. Mine was gonna be ticketed events on New Year's. Mm-hmm. Oh god. You remember when people would buy like two hundred dollar tickets to get into a mm-hmm. club and then or to get was, like, into a, like a normal bar that you a normal can normally bar, but it's open bar, yeah, or something like that. Not yeah. even open right, bar. But it's like two hundred bucks to get in, and then it's like you have to, and then you're at this bar. You can't get an Uber. Like it's always the fucking worst. I can't wait till I have a house so I can just have a New Year's party and have people over, and like that's yeah. it. Like I don't yeah. want going to an establishment on New Year's is awful. It's really awful. awful. Yes. <laughs> go to Visit dinner them, at like re- five re- and then go yeah. right home. Yes. Visit them all the other times of the year, but New Year's. Chill out. No, because so, then they have guilty. a prefix menu. They charge you triple. It's like the restaurants do this too. You know, it's not. It's not right, frankly. It's not, it's right. not right. That's not right. That boy's not. Yeah, right. you know, I think that, like, yeah. At the end of the day, just do something chill. You know, bonfire like, at a friend's house. That, that sounds nice. You know, I'm yeah. gonna eat some donut. I'm gonna like go on a walk and drink wine and look at a beautiful view, and then go to bed at yeah. like ten thirty. Yeah, that's the oh, way to do nice. it. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm like, do I even want to stay up until midnight on New Year's? Not really. I don't think so. Why? No, I don't think you ever stay up past midnight. No, I don't. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, <laughs> I do on New Year's usually, and then I'm like, why did I do this? Why did this I do this? We did, we, did in, we do when we like go to Vegas. Well, well as, yeah, especially it's such a letdown too. Because like when we were in New York, that's one thing because it's like you're watching the ball drop, and it's like, but now you know we we have to watch the ball drop on tape basically you know when you're watching it on tv from um from california the west coast yeah, yeah for west sure coast yeah well i, I just want billy- the east coast feed i want the east coast feed at 9 p.m and then i'll retire after that yeah i want to see ryan seacrest doing a little dance for the new year's it's always him is he doing it this year i don't or do know do they have anderson cooper and fucking what's his name i don't know but and i Don love Lemon. ryan seacrest yeah <laughs> no anderson cooper and oh my and god andy? the yeah andy cohen andy cohen Mm-hmm. And they get fucked up. Yeah, good for them. That that's what fun. I would do. Yeah, that is well. a risk. That's risky business, dude. Mm-hmm. Getting fucked on up live on live TV. television, live TV, like taking shots. Oh my god, that's I would be terrifying. a disaster. Yeah, shots. <laughs> no, 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 no. The only reason I get away with this as it is is because they can't see us. If you guys can yeah. see us, you guys. I and also I just- also. I also do a, a nice listen, a nice censorship listen. <laughs> yeah. put them out. Sometimes I get a little bold with my statements and opinions. Yes, and, um, you do. Not, you know what? I have a st- strong personality. That being I know, said, I have spilled beer on Jack's computer before. There's a lot of uh, incidentals. Let's okay. say, you know, That's, you know, we factor them in to the budget of first well, degree. Like, whenever anyone questions questions about the, it's like. Do you know how hardcore working in true crime is and to dealing with sad shit all the time? And then they're like, Oh yeah. You drink when you pot. I'm like, how do you escape the bad thoughts? <laughs> I'm not doing anything harder than alcohol. That would no. be bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no hard drugs being done, which is nice. Um yeah, no yeah, drugs. All right. Well, staying in. No. What was it that you no, had? Going, going out, going out. Going out on New Year's Eve. 
guilty. Guilty. Ticketed ticketed events. Guilty. Guilty. Throw the book at that. (laughs) Oh, God. What's worse than that? Paying $200 to go stand in a bar that's normally like a shit box. Ugh. People are wearing those dumb headbands that say Happy New Year. People are bumping into you. You're wearing like a little dress. You're freezing. Oh, you're freezing. Your legs are cold. Your feet hurt. You have no money left. (laughs) No thanks. (laughs) Broke to start the new year. (laughs) Guilty and guilty. Death penalty for that one. All right. Well, when we come back, it's time for some true crime rewind of our year. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on TheRealReal.com. TheRealReal is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Welcome back, everyone, to True Crime Rewind. <laughs> wow! Wait, yes, that is the that is the most enthusiastic that you have ever been in the history of the first degree. I'm putting ever on my radio voice you. now. Ever since, yeah, <laughs> like because is- he's apart. He's apart from us, so he feels good. Yeah, yeah he feels something. Some, he I feel feels something. something. Yeah, we want to talk about our personal highs and lows of the year. And um, yeah, I just thought that like this would be a nice, you know, little chunk of time that we can reflect on our year. We can kind of talk about the things that have happened to us and, Mm -hmm. you know, have Alexis loves, Alexis loves like a nice bow to wrap up any conversation that she has. And she loves a recap, a summary. Like Mm. this is a nice, Mm -hmm. a nice bow for our year, Alexa. So this is really for you. You got to know where you stand. You know, like I'm always like after an intense conversation, I'm like, Hey, so what is our takeaways here? Like, what did we, (laughs) how are we going to, you know, now we're going to (laughs) apply what going forward? Like I want it reiterated back to me. So I know we're on the same page. Is this, it's very much the producer at Alexis too. That's, that's, is this something you've learned in therapy or is this something that is like your personality trait of yours? Oh, it's a personality trait. Uh, one time I was in a fight with someone and I called my mom. She's like, Alexis, you know, you can be very exacting. You're very exacting. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? She's like, you know, you're very like, you said this and now this isn't happening. Like, she's like, you're very yeah. exacting and that can be really intense for people. And I'm like, yeah, but like, then how do we know how things work unless we've defined it? And no, that's yeah. what you, those are the bounds you stay in. Like, it's just exacting just seems like you're common like, sense to me. You're like emotionally mathematical. Yes, I need guidelines to know. I need guidelines. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, she takes another swig of beer. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, you know, the year started off, uh, me and Alexis were on the road a lot. You know, during the pandemic, we traveled from, you know, everywhere from, uh, was it uh, Seattle to Orlando, 
Atlanta. Long Island, Illinois, uh, St. Louis, Missouri, Florida, Texas, Indianapolis. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you know, um, we put out a, a pretty nice product and it's still coming out too. You know, all the Unraveled still haven't come out yet. So did, wait, did Unraveled start, did it air this year? No, it uh-huh. aired last this no, year. No, it all had this year. Yeah. So this year, yeah. Long Island, oh, Unraveled Long Island Serial Killer aired, I think, in March. Uh, the, the podcast started in January. And then um, it's just been rolling since. And now, you know, Murder at the Mansion. I think oh, Jack's only me. seen one of them. Yeah, Jack's only seen uh, one of them. <laughs> Um, did he say I don't watch that? <laughs> like, because, I, no, be, because we told Jack, like, we, we really want to talk about uh, Underage and Undercover, or Undercover Underage, which is this show on um, on, <laughs> on uh, Discovery, Discovery Plus. I haven't Plus. watched it yet and either, though. And she's like, oh, I got it. Oh. And we're just like, you haven't seen the well, show. Well, you know what? I, I, I will watch your <laughs> – my number one goal is to watch the new Unraveled, but my number two goal is – as I have recently been resucked into 90 Day Fiance. So Ooh, I need okay. all of those episodes. So, okay. and they're all on Discovery Plus. They I all mean, are on Discovery Plus. Discovery uh, Plus basically Plus is 90 shit, Day Fiance. It it's 90 Day Fiance, ghost, ghost hunting people, and me and Alexis. That's all you need for Discovery What Plus. else? Like, literally, you don't need anything else. Maybe something involving me, but not really. Who needs that? Yes. Something involving you, um, for sure. So, okay. So Unraveled aired this year that's Un- crazy Unraveled that's a massive wait, wait, high wait wait talking evil is on discovery plus and jack's on that mm-hmm. did so, that air the- oh my god we filmed that this year yes wow, that's- yeah me and jack did a talk yes. show this year <laughs> <laughs> fuck that this was in long year I, it was has been the winter of last year. it was like one winter, year ago w- winter of last year and then we filmed it the, in january we filmed girls, it in the beginning the of the year looked looked wow. fantastic and then they had you know alexis was telling me about i mean they had like a yeah, camera on a jig and everything i mean it was like Oh, it was, it was full it was on a production. Major I was yeah. terrified because it was the first time that I was indoors with anybody other than my parents in like a year. So That's that right. was crazy. Yeah. Dude, do you remember? We I had to drink. I had to drink every morning before we filmed because I was so oh, yeah. not just nervous about the job, just like nervous about the COVID of it all. Like it was a it was very crazy. stressful experience. I mean, it was fun. Me, me and Jack had a blast. It, well, we did were we, staying I at the same hotel and couldn't see each other. For the first no. couple of days, so we just poke our heads well, out and go down the hall and wave wave to each other. But what was so crazy about Talking Evil is we kind of got cast for it together ish, yeah. but then I was cast to be Alexis's <laughs> understudy, basically, <laughs> which is so crazy to think about, especially after you filmed the whole thing, because Alexis was perfect for that specific job because it was a host, but then you were also interviewing people in their most vulnerable and like painful state. It's exactly what you are so, so talented at that I am not like I have many talents in life. That is not one of them that I thank God (laughs) you didn't get COVID at that time because I can't imagine myself doing what you did. I can host because I've hosted before, but I can't have those conversations with people. You do all that for the first degree and for everything else that you do that I'm like, oh my God. It worked worked out. It worked out. And I think like, I think they probably, we were taking it very seriously. I don't think they thought we would get COVID. It's just like, well, you could get COVID from anywhere. At the right. time, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. Like, and we were very stressed about that. Like, it was yeah. a. I remember I flew when we flew. I had a mask on, and I had that helmet. I wore right. a helmet with like a glass Alexis, screen. Alexis would travel. <laughs> I, was like, I can't get COVID. Because me no. and Alexis traveled a lot, obviously, and like, yeah, Alexis had the mask, but then she had this sort of like hood. It looked like an apocalyptic yeah. like yeah, hood. Right. It <laughs> had like a plastic uh, shield. I have to go on a flight tomorrow. I wish I had that. Now, <laughs> do you want to come get it? Everything. 
no, it's you're too far. Um, but they made us fly on different flights because we we're like basically the president and vice president because we couldn't get COVID yeah. on the same flight. Oh my god, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! Okay, so and, that, and was, that was and that was just in January. So yeah, so we we filmed all the unraveled stuff, unraveled, wrapped. We launched Killing Time, the podcast that we, you're listening to right we launched now. Launched Killing Time, I think in May. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing it for like a half of a year. It's mm-hmm. been so fun, so amazing. I'm glad that we got to kind of separate our goofy banter from the actual episodes because I feel like it's given our regular first degree episodes like room to grow and breathe and just kind of be their own entity. Well, and be like compelling, you know? We understand too with such sensitive subject matter, the banter doesn't always juxtapose well. And it's like now those who want to listen to first degree without the banter can, and then those who want the banter, they come here. Yeah, exactly. and don't give us a one star review because you have to skip over Killing Time. <laughs> oh my god! Which, which people no, that's do. Why it's, it's a separate like, episode? Yeah. I know. <laughs> We're trying to do this for you, people. I know. I believe me. Uh, I know you guys don't read the reviews. I do, and some of them they're just like, "Oh my god, people!" No, people. They hate. They Billy. That's why Billy doesn't like on the stand because people complain about our opinions about on the stand. I love because we don't have the same opinions of them. I loved cooked fruit. How could they drag cooked fruit? (laughs) I'm I love being a bridesmaid, and they don't want bridesmaids. It's that kind of shit. Oh yeah, whatever. According to Billy, I didn't look. That's what. Once you have an opinion. You know what I also like too? I like so. (laughs) There's an episode. uh, There's a review, and I'm reading it right now. It's called "Killing Time Must Be Stopped," and you could tell that the person probably wrote this on their notes app, and then they copied and pasted it because Uh there's all the weird. uh, characters in there and things like that. Yeah. And this person's like, you know, I could tolerate the unnecessary popular songs and music during the time period. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's just like, but now like, but then they're just like, they, they, they love, I love the regular episode, but I hate killing time. It's like, just well, because it. they hated that Alexis and I liked uh, alternatives, nineties music. That's why. Probably. <laughs> no, that's literally what it is. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. Whatever. <sighs> Once you have an opinion on anything, somebody's going to be mad at you, you know? Yeah. Even if it's literally for the most innocent Benign, shit, like yeah. 90s music. <laughs> like this, somebody's going to per- be mad and write a review. This person actually, I really want to write a five star review because I, I actually like you guys, even Jack, 95% of the time. <laughs> she, <she's- laughs> but was it, fu- what was the stars? What stars, stars did they give us? Oh, three yeah. stars. Why? Three stars. Because they don't. Three stars because they only they like, like me ninety five percent of the time. Yes. Thank you for the three stars. That actually three out of five is more of like a sixty five percent. I'm not yeah. into that. Okay, mm-hmm. we need to move away from these. <laughs> yeah, let's let's move on. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, so uh, let's see what else happened. We we were uh, we were allowed to not wear masks in California for two weeks. Do you remember that? For two remember weeks. Those times? In July, yeah, it was <laughs> in, good time. July, yeah. And then they were uh, like, nope. I think nope. I did it then, in a store once. I think I did it in a store once, and I was like, "This still feels weird." Yeah, yeah I think I. Well, but then yeah. you travel anywhere else, and nobody's doing it, you know. So it's yes. it's, it's really it's just us. Still, it's California, New York. I'm, not so. even California. It's L.A. Um, but yeah, we'll, we won't get into that. Well, well na- yeah, exactly. Um, uh, my high was I got engaged, which was very exciting. That's right. That is exciting. My highs and lows are pretty obvious. And I got engaged and my low was my appendicitis, which was very recent. Which you handled like a champ. Thanks. Yeah, you, know, you were like I'm so back. casual about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, sup? I'm in the hospital, like a selfie. Yeah, that's right. Like, we, were, we, were, we were supposed to record and she's just like, yeah. 
Well, and I was like, what no, do you know, record it from the hospital, though. I think people would have appreciated it. Oh, my God. No, I did like a vlog would be good. With you high. From the hospital. Yeah. I texted you guys as I was still coming out of the uh, um, anesthesia. Oh, my God. What's it called? Anesthesia. And But this is what I've realized. For some reason, once I start coming out of anesthesia, I get this, like, hyper jolt. And the last time that I was like put under, I started texting a bunch of people, but you're still super fucked up because you're like halfway on anesthesia still. Yeah. So I'm like misspelling shit, like typing these paragraphs full of like all this stuff. And I go back and it's almost like reading a drunk text that I'm like, oh no, what am I doing? I'm going to text so everyone I, tomorrow when I come out of yeah. it. Alexis is going under tomorrow. But I, that's what I realized. I was doing the same thing. I was having these very casual conversations. I'm like, I just got my appendix removed but like you guys are gonna have to record the episode is that cool like <laughs> have a good day so funny it was cool i mean we, i mean we were fine you needed to rest yeah, whatever totally um do we want to go over some i think we should all tell tell what our favorite episodes were of this year so if anybody is kind of a new listener they they can see what our personal favorites are and go listen to that what do you guys think do you guys have a personal first degree episode like what case you I know love. for me love, um we got we got amazing feedback about the Alexander Stevens episode that was going to be the one I was going to talk about as well really no mm. way yeah. why did you like that one I mean it was it's one of the craziest cases I've ever heard of in my entire life let alone one that we have covered and yeah. it was so like nuanced and bizarre and you still after I think it was a three-parter that we was did. It, yeah, it was. At the end of it, I'm like, I still don't fucking no, no, no. know what happened. No, what happened? And and there were so many amazing audio elements. Like we had all the correspondence, uh, like walkie-talkie correspondence between mm-hmm. yeah. the law enforcement. Like the night, like there was just so many. It's a it's a huge puzzle. Like there's this satanic yeah. element puzzle, and it's like. I think we also spent that we spent a lot of time on those, and we were really careful yeah. with them because that was like I was so drawn in, and it really tells like. It's a lesson. Like when you are fascinated by something you're doing, you do a better job. Mm-hmm. And that's what right. everyone should which should try to apply in their own lives with their careers or whatever. But like you can tell the ones that we were just totally sucked in by, and it was it was that one. You know, yeah, we, that was we really the, the brought first, it. The first episode that was it's episodes one fifty one to one fifty three. Uh, if you yeah, want to go back and check it out, June June thirtieth was the first mm-hmm. time. Oh, it was, yeah, such that's a fascinating that. case. It's a good one. Well, and st- after. And if you go listen to that, then there is a like a six parter podcast is kind of dedicated to the trial. I think it was. It was like called Appalachian Hysteria, Mis- Myster- bl- Mysteria, Mysteria. Mysteria. Yeah, that was really really good. If you want to like dive deeper into that, um, I was gonna say. So I had that on my list, and then also you guys, the Swiss cheese pervert was this year. Mm-hmm. You know, that was also a good one. Um, it was. That what didn't have any murder in it, but it was definitely, I think, one of the most. It was it definitely a fascinating, uh, crazy, bizarre story that I think a lot of our listeners really attached themselves to as well. Totally, and I think um, a couple other episodes people really liked. People loved the Jody Plache episode. Mm-hmm. Um, do oh, you remember yeah. his father? Oh my God. Yeah. His father ended up um, shooting and killing his abuser. Yeah. And um, that was, I mean, he's in our Facebook group. He was really engaging with, with listeners. And I think people just really loved that story um, yeah. just because he's an inspiration. 
And then yeah. I thought um, Noreen Schmidt Boyle, Collier Landry's story. Yes. Oh my god. Like, with his court footage as a little boy, like he he's just like a re- resilient, incredible person. He basically solved his mom's murder with a detective when he's eleven yeah. years old. I mean, we've had the so footage many, of him when he was young is so insane. There, right? I've never seen such a young child. Yeah. That has so much maturity and like eloquency and oh my god! When he was describing at one point like what he heard, he like bangs the table and he's like, "I heard this," and he's just like he he's got the charisma of an adult. I've just yeah, same thing, Jack. I've never seen anything like it. His eloquence and and just like his confidence while his father is sitting there burning holes into him with his stare. It's unbelievable. Where he's like lost everything and he's like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna do the right thing. Like. Most 11-year-olds don't even – I mean, how do you even know what that means when you're that young? I don't know. But everyone should go watch A Murder in Mansfield. You can see it on Hulu. Yeah. It's on Discovery mm-hmm. Plus as well. Um, So good. A documentary about yeah. Collier's whole experience. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was such a good episode. Billy, did you like any other ones? I like the Dana one. Dana Laskowski. Remember that one? It was – she. The, the woman is a nanny, and she she doesn't show up to the nanny job. And then they find right. her – dead mm-hmm. on the couch of a right. home that she had just moved into and she had been strangled. And it was and, like her um, niece and a friend, right? Yeah. 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 So awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a sad one. Yeah. Because, and there was a lot of suspects in that one because there was like an ex-husband, there's a boyfriend, there was a mm-hmm. new guy that she was with. It was a, a whole, a whole thing that was Who done it? So. Yeah. Well, other than that, I did want to like ask out of, since we've been doing killing time, there's been a few standout moments, I think, through throughout the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll start with on the stand because one of my most controversial on the stands, and it's one of my most controversial thoughts just in life, is the whole concept of like, do you wash your legs in the shower? Now, this right. is something that just it you know travels with me in life, and it <laughs> pops up in many different forms. And the last form that it was was, I think, I brought it to the very first on the stand that we did. And, you know, people are torn and people are opinionated. And I bet if I go look at our reviews, there's going to be some opinions on that, thinking that I'm like a disgusting, dirty person. She's not dirty. Mm. And She's also, not. there's a there's a show on Netflix called Explained. Yeah, you talked episode, about this in a recent episode. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do it again because it's relevant. <laughs> Soap actually is the reason why you – because we use so much soap is why we need things like lotion. Like it created this whole other problem, toner, that like – because it dries out your skin. And yeah. the guy, the main guy did all this research. He doesn't use soap at all. He's like a – he just is like a – washes with water. water. Yeah. So it's like how you're not he really – ri- How does he rid like the, the BO, like a smelly – The thing is I don't think – I think you get BO because you cleanse all your natural. Like it's like right. you 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 eliminate all the oils that keep that at bay, and you change your whole your body's like um, pH and stuff. Exactly. So he's just like that doesn't exist if you don't use soap. It's same thing. Like over the pandemic, I stopped washing my hair so much, and I'd probably right, go a week, and now my hair doesn't get greasy because I don't yeah. wash it because I don't need to wash it as much, and I. But, like, it took me having to not wash it for, like, weeks, which I could only do because yeah. I wasn't seeing anyone in the pandemic. Right. You know, so it's really – you washing too much creates more filth, frankly. Yeah. So, the, by the way – the We use soap, <laughs> re- by the way. 
<laughs> I'm reading the I'm reading the descriptions of Killing Time, and it's like this week on Killing Time, the girls and the goth talk about washing your legs in the shower, the utility of golf, whether the mullet is a good look, famous last meals, and human <laughs> reviews. <laughs> and then the oh, one before that, it it sound, makes us sound insane. This week on Killing Time, yeah. the girls and the goth dish on Scott Peterson theories, Jack's unreasonable love for bucket hats, the enigma <laughs> that is Gwyneth Paltrow, murder hornets, and whether blindfolding your friend and leaving them in an abandoned warehouse is an appropriate birthday risk surprise. <laughs> Dude, they're so good. They're so good. They're really good. They're perfect. I love right? That. See, They're this perfect. is why Billy no, I, on the stand and I was is there good. And I- and I was there and I experienced it and I just, I'm just laughing at these. Uh, I know. They're funny. I have to like, I'm like, what do we talk about? What are we debating? They're the best. Um, they're, the no, best. they're good. Do you guys have any standout on the stands that you remember? I really like the one where the little girl like kicked her mom's car and like beat it with a cone because she was so mad at her for. You're, ta- you're talking about worst thing. Yeah. Oh, is it oh. on the stand that you said? Yeah, but we can go to worse things. Sorry, let's start with worse things since I already went there. I love that story <laughs> where she's like, I was in Hebrew school and Chinese school, and she was so overworked at, at being like she was yeah. this little girl. And she's like, I yeah. beat up my mom's car <laughs> out of frustration. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hers was so good. Oh my Dude, my, fa- my favorite worst thing I ever did, I think that – or I've ever done, was – this is – I actually think was our first episode, and it was a written email. So I think Alexis read it, and it was about the girl that was working at like a um, a cremation place or something like that. Oh, and she was right. dealing with the cremains of somebody's grandma, and she ended up dropping them into the carpet and then – vacuuming them up oh, and then no. like smushing them down with her shoe it was oh, it's really so on- bad innocent it's such an honest mistake i know it's, you know she didn't do anything wrong it was a mistake she didn't mean to it was horrible rest in peace that grandma. was that's the one that sticks out for sticks me. with you really <sighs> i'm sorry i'm just reading more jack's disdain for adult birthday week Billy argues that Hootie the Blowfish are just as goth as the cure and pandemic accessorizing with Alexis. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. It's pretty I'm, good. I like the um the, the... <laughs> pandemic accessorizing. <laughs> no, there should be one that's just called Alexis's Hot Pocket Journey. Because it was my, oh my God. journey. And my search with um, Lean Pocket, and they discontinued Lean Pockets. It was a fruitless they search. Did? Really? Only hot pockets now. Lean pockets are no more. I've done the research because wow. I couldn't find them anywhere. Okay. My favorite was I like the um the poison ivy woman. You remember that? Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, which we did discover that you can't transfer a poison ivy. Yeah, we we did, but well, by, but you so you here's can some insight. if the oil's on you. If the oil is still right. on you, you can just not the rash, not like yeah. a later yes. rash. Yes, and of course I looked that up right before, and then the two ladies went, Billy. Just do the thing. Let it play out. You know what? Also, ruin this. Some people, some of our listeners love figuring some stuff out Mm -hmm. and, you know, for themselves. Yeah. So it was fine. It's okay. It happens. Yeah. And I'm looking at this right now. This is what, so, so by the way, I want to talk about lean pockets for a second. Are lean pockets being discontinued? Yes. Lean pockets are among the seven foods nutritionists hate the most. But some of them thought they tasted good enough to enjoy an occasional splurge. Well, those days are over. In a tweet, parent company Nestle confirmed that Lean Pockets have officially been canceled. I know. I, I looked just it don't up. understand what's the difference between a Lean Pocket and a Hot Pocket. Like, They're what less are they calories. Doing lean Pockets oh, just better for you. Probably just less fat, or they use like low fat cheese or something. Oh, well, whatever. I what have a doing? I have a Costco sized box of Hot Pockets in my. I mean, I'm not going to stop this. They're so good. They're Incredible. Wow. Do I want garlicky, buttery crust? Mm. 
Okay, well, I do want to kind of end this portion of our podcast with just do we do we have a a general goal that we want our listeners to know about for the podcast? We want to leave them with how we think 2022 20, is going to be like for the first degree, guys? Yes. Absolutely. 2022 is going to be our year. It's our year. It's going to be George's um, year. <laughs> we're going to, uh, you know, we're on, another thing that happened this year is that we're on a new network. Um, yeah, we're on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. It's been fantastic. Uh, and, you know, we've, we finally have the resources to make the show even better. Uh, we're hoping yeah. to do maybe some uh, live dates um, in the future. And um, you're going to be live shows. Yeah. And you're going to be seeing like a lot more of, you know, we're actually having some marketing behind us as well. So, you know, the, the, the first gang is going to get even bigger and bigger, which is great. Well, and we do, I think, want to talk about how we are going to launch our Patreon at some point in the beginning of 2022. It will be extra content. You will never have to pay for the content that you're listening to now, but we are looking to create some fun, creative uh, weekly shows for you and some extra goodies that if you're just like a a firsty firsty, you can indulge in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We just have been so busy. We haven't had a chance to do it, but that is cooking yes. and coming it- down the pipe ASAP. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, Billy, you can lead us on to the yes. podcast. Next, we're going to hear about the worst things that you've ever done. And when I say you, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Just so you know, as Jack said, this is the first time we've ever recorded Killing Time remotely. We're going to insert some worsty confessions into the show. We're not going to react to them like we normally would. It feels insincere and uh, unnatural. And uh, we we don't want to sully the good name of that segment by having it not executed properly. So here are some worsty confessions. Hi, Alexis, Jack, and Billy. Um, I wanted to call in with this funny story. Um, I think of it as a terrible thing, but I was a little kid, so I don't know if it's necessarily a truly terrible thing. Um, But when I was little, I was raised in New England, um, and we have a store called the Christmas Tree Shop which is basically like a, you can find anything there, like for a lower price. Um, and my mom and my sister both worked there and I was probably about eight, maybe seven years old. My mom took myself and my little sister shopping uh, and we weren't really spoiled kids. We uh, lived pretty, you know, frugally. Uh, so if we wanted a treat or something, it was often a no or like we got the cheap discounted item. So I remember I really wanted gum and like we were not allowed to have gum. And so I saw a pack of bazooka gum. I tore it open very secretly and stole a piece. We leave the Christmas tree shop and it was in this like shopping center where you could go downstairs and that's where the bathroom was and the entrance to another store. So I remember it was like, I need to go to the bathroom. So I went into the stall, put the piece of gum in my mouth and was so upset and felt so guilty. I remember like overheating and being so ashamed that I had to spit it out not even seconds after per- after putting it in my mouth. 
so that was a lesson learned that I would never steal again. Um, and I still feel guilty, but I also feel bad for the smaller version of myself because I was mortified by my own actions. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Uh, love your podcast. Just thought I'd call in and share my uh, worst story that I've done. I'll give a little background, and if I have to call back, then I will. Um, I'm 23 now. I live in Canada. Uh, the province I live in of Alberta, you can get your learner's license at 14, like to drive a car with someone over the age of 25. So I was 14, and we would – this is so bad. Oh my God. Um, we would continuously – take my best friend's mom's car when she was out of town. Um, and one time we ended up taking it to a place where, you know, our friends were partying, drinking, stuff like that. Um, I parked in the school parking lot just a little bit down and, you know, some boys were going to come see us. And um, all of a sudden there's a cop car behind me, uh, pulling me over, flashing my lights in because someone in the area was, it was like three in the morning, someone in the area was stealing out of cars and they thought it was us. Um, so I get pulled over. I'm 14. My best friend is 14. She doesn't have a license. I have a learner's. Um, he's asking us if we're cracked out, if we're drunk, you know, stuff like that. Um, we don't really know what to say. We can't say, oh, we're picking up boys. So anyways, we get out of it. Um her, like, uncle comes and picks up the car because we can't call her parents. Um, I get a $400 ticket, and um, I end up telling my parents that I had a friend who was going to drive drunk, and, you know, I went to pick them up. Uh, so they said, well, your head's in the right place. We'll pay your ticket for you. And, God, I hope they're not listening now because this is how they would find out that it wasn't true. Uh, anyways, love you guys. Maybe if I think of something else, I'll call back. You know, I'm only 23, so maybe there's more stuff. I'll call in maybe a year or so. Hi, guys. Okay. So, the worst thing I've ever done. I'm I'm proud of it. I'll be honest. I'm not even going to act like I'm shaming about it because I'm not. Um, when I was younger, I was living with a significant other. And they broke up with me suddenly one day and would not let me get my things, would not let me say anything to my job, just broke up with me and said, go. Okay. So they hate a certain artist that I love, like adore. And they always made comments about how much they hated them and things like that. Well, before we broke up, I had bought them a whole bunch of Amazon Alexas that were placed around the house, were turning on the light, turning on the TV, all of that. And those were still linked to my account. So every morning around 3 a.m., I had an alarm set, and I played a very certain song from this very certain artist on every single Alexa in the house. So at 3 a.m., they would be woken up by the sound of my favorite person in the world, and they did not know how to get it to stop because if they took it off of my Amazon account, they would have to delete everything. So two months in of me doing this every single day, they finally figured it out. But for those two months, I woke them up at 3 a.m. every morning with that song. So 
don't break up with people in such a jerky way and things won't happen like that. But you know what? They deserved it. So Merry Christmas, guys. Have a good one. Hi, Jack, Billy, and Alexis. Gosh, I hope this is the right number. Okay, so this might not even make it on air because the worst thing I've done is not even that terrible. But picture it. It's 2014. You're a freshman in college, and you just finished freshman week. So all the upperclassmen are coming back to campus, and it's your first, like, party that you're really ever doing. You're, You're having a night out in college. It's your first experience. And my school had kind of this observatory thing where you could, like, go in and look at the stars. But obviously, it was closed at the time. But everyone liked to kind of sit around it and, you know, indulge in a little bit of ganja, (laughs) which in rural Pennsylvania is definitely not legal, um, or at least it wasn't at the time. So we were all kind of sitting around, and I was with some people I knew, but a lot of people I didn't. And all of a sudden, we see these flashlights coming and people asking, you know, what we're doing. And we're not sure if it's the real cops, campus police. We don't know. So we ran and hid in the woods. Uh, About 20 minutes go by of us hiding in the woods. Felt like an eternity. And some of um, the people I was with and I decided to go down. I was with two girls who I just met that week. And we're walking down and we get stopped. And again, at this point, I'm not sure if this is campus police or the actual police, but they asked what we were doing and I just pulled a lie right out of my ass and I said, oh, these girls are from Boston. They're from a big city and I'm from like small town PA. So I just kind of thought that the observatory would be a good place to show them the stars. (laughs) And they said, well, why'd you hide? And I was like, well, we just, I didn't know we were allowed to be there. So I, I didn't want to get in trouble. And they're like, no, you can be anywhere before 2 a.m. as long as you're not doing anything bad. And they just let us off scot free. But it was the most terrifying situation I'd ever been in. Not even that bad, but a great story to tell. Love you guys. All right. Well, you know what time it is. It's time for Alexis to lead us off into the night with the last Costanza Stanza of the year. That's right. Um <clears throat> This is this is an inner monologue of George, and he's also speaking the the first person. Okay, <laughs> is there a title? <laughs> fuck the inner New monologue. Year's. Fuck it's the fuck, year. fuck okay. the New Year. Okay. Fuck the New Year's. Another year just brings new fears. George will undoubtedly just shed more tears. He'll continue to be judged by all of his peers. He'll get ba- balder, older, less attractive. He'll continue to be overreactive. Despite all this, the fact is true. George's still looking forward to 2022. Oh, (laughs) classic. Classic. Good way to end the year. You know, it's George, man. He's, he's like, uh, knows it's going to suck, but he's still down. Yeah. Oh, you know what? And there's, there's recent uh, Seinfeld adjacent news. The Mets just hired as their manager, Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter is the one that George Costanza told to uh, have the Yankees switch from polyester uniforms to cotton uniforms and ruin wow. their season. Now he's on the Oh, that's a deep cut. <laughs> Jesus. Deep. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. We will see you in uh, 2022. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.